Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. And oh, yeah, we got some week three starts and sits, starting off with the wide receivers. If you guys don't know, I break down every position, every game, talk about all the fantasy-relevant players. So if it's your first time here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you're not watching on YouTube, hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler, and go subscribe. We're doing a signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. As soon as we get to 1,750 subscribers, we're a little bit more than 100 away. So go help the numbers out. We got a bunch of games to talk about, so let's just go ahead and hop into it. Thursday night game, we got the Panthers at the Texans. This one's going to be rough, so we already know that Tyrod Taylor is not playing. For the Texans, the only one you were really going to start anyways is Brandon Cooks. Literally doesn't matter who his quarterback is, he is going to eat either way. Now, for the Panthers... Their defense has looked really legit over the last couple weeks. I mean, they held the Saints to seven points this past week. DJ Moore seems to be like the favorite possession guy for Sam Darnold, so I'm going to start him for sure. Robbie Anderson, in a shallow league, I'm going to sit him. I mean, if you play in a little bit of a deeper league, I think he could be more of a flex guy. But pretty much one of their main wide receivers isn't even on here. Christian McCaffrey, he's taking a lot of work from everyone else. That dude is a beast. And then Terrace Marshall, we're not going to play him. Um, just not yet. Not yet. Still hold. Let's get into those Sunday early games. And oh yeah, starting with the Chargers at the Chiefs. This one is going to be a barn burner. I'm starting Keenan Allen. I'm starting Mike Williams. There's going to be a lot of passing in this game. If you go all the way back to last year, Justin Herbert's first game versus the Chiefs. I think he threw for almost like 300 yards just in his very first debut game. It was at home, but either way, we know Chiefs are going to want to win after losing to the Ravens. And we know the Chargers are going to have to throw to keep up. Yeah, not starting Guyton or Palmers for the Chargers. They're just not viable yet. Herbert's not spreading it around enough, really. I mean, it's all Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Mike Williams has been a crazy target monster to start the season. And then for the Chiefs, I mean, you already know you're starting Tyreek Hill. Even after last week, it, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You're starting him every single week because any given week, he can go for like 200 yards and three touchdowns. So got to start him. If you're desperate, I mean, maybe you could start Nicole Hardman. He was the number two pass catching wide receiver, but we know because of Kelsey getting all that money that he does. I mean, that just leaves not too much on the table for guys like Hardman. Next game here is the Cardinals at the Jaguars. It's going to be rough 
for Jacksonville. I already know that. You got to start DeAndre Hopkins, of course. Rondell Moore, if you're in a really shallow league, you're not going to start him, but I think he is flex worthy. He did not play a crazy amount of snaps, but from game one to game two, I think his snap percentage about doubled. And then you saw how much Kyler Murray was looking for him. I mean, they're just scheming him to get wide open. Love it. Got to get Rondell Moore in there if you play in a little bit of a deeper league. Christian Kirk, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. AJ Green, now depending on how deep your league is, I think he's someone you can get in there in a deep, deep flex. I feel like he gets another touchdown this week. For the Jags, the only one I think you could start here is Marvin Jones. That's even more of like a flex capacity. He's pretty much like the main dude on that squad. DJ Chark, I'm just not messing with it. No way. LaVisca Chenault. He's a little bit banged up right now. Who knows if he's going to play? They said that the expectation is him for not to miss. But either way, he's everything that he gets is dink and dunk. So, I mean, he's got to get like 10 plus receptions to even make it like, like a viable, like high-end flex. Bears at the Browns. I'm not excited about this one. I got Allen Robinson as a full-blown start. We're probably going to see Justin Fields in this game. Andy Dalton's week to week, so he's probably not going to be playing. Darnell Mooney, if you're playing a little bit of a deeper league, I mean, he could be a viable flex option this week. Now, for the Browns, Jarvis Landry's out. He's on IR. Not sure if you guys caught that. If not, make sure you check out Fantasy News today. It's on Monday through Friday on my channel here, Fantasy Football Hustler. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time. We're breaking down all the daily news and everything that is going down in the fantasy world. So really, for the Browns, we don't know if OBJ is going to play. He is still questionable. Donovan Peoples-Jones and Rashard Higgins. I mean, those are like the next guys up. Anthony Schwartz, I mean, he might be viable. I'm just a little bit nervous. I mean, a guy who's coming in at like fifth, fourth on their depth chart. We shall see. But it's really Donovan Peoples-Jones, Rashard Higgins, Anthony Schwartz. Who knows if Odell Beckham's going to play. So if you want to take some dart throws, it's one of those three guys. My money's on Donovan Peoples-Jones if we're going to choose. But I'm trying to sit all of them if I can. Washington at the Bills. Terry McLaurin, really excited after the week that he had last week. The one thing that sucks this week is he is going to be going up against Tredavious White. So that's going to slow him down a little bit. I still think he gets his money out there, but I, we got to pump the brakes a little bit and we got to lower the expectations a tiny little bit. And if you're super desperate, I mean, you could throw in Adam Humphreys. He's going to be a target monster, but he's going to be kind of one of those guys like the Visca Chenault. Like it's all going to be dink and dunk. It's all going to be small, not really going to be a lot of upside. And then for the Bills, you already know you're starting digs. Now, Washington's secondary, it's been a little bit shaky over the last couple weeks. I would start Cole Beasley in a flex capacity here because he's been getting a grip of targets. And he just seems like he's like the number two, getting a lot of stuff over the middle since they really don't have too much tight end play, even though Dawson Knox did okay this past week. And then Emmanuel Sanders and Gabriel Davis. I got them down as sits. Gabe Davis, he's a full-blown sit for me. Emmanuel Sanders, depending on how deep of a league you play in, I think he's going to be a little bit viable in this game. I really do. Like, he's been playing a lot. Him and Josh Allen, they just haven't been getting on the same page. He's been getting an okay amount of targets, but I want to see a real, real big blow-up game for him. It's going to come for a game where, like, Stefan Diggs is really getting shut down. I don't know if Washington's going to be able to shut him down and Kendall Fuller. I don't know if Washington and Kendall Fuller are going to be able to shut him down, but I do think that one of these games, Emmanuel Sanders, like, really pops. Next game on the slate, the Colts and the Titans. We don't know if Carson Wentz is going to play. He's dealing with two ankle injuries right now. So everything on here is kind of based on Carson Wentz playing. Because Michael Pittman, I mean, he looked so good last week. Him and Carson Wentz finally got on the same page. Loved it. So if Carson Wentz is playing, definitely throwing him out there as a flex. And then Zach Pascal. 
if Carson Wentz is out there, I think he's a flex guy. He's been getting work in the end zone. I mean, three touchdowns through the first two games. Gotta love that. Not a lot of not a lot of volume though. I mean, that's the thing that kind of sucks for him. But if they're looking for him in the red zone, he's definitely going to be a, a TD dependent flex. But he's been looking nice in the first couple weeks. And for the Titans, there's only a couple guys to mention. AJ Brown, we're firing him up. I mean, Derrick Henry. I mean, he stole everything. He didn't leave any meat on the bone for anybody last week. That's not going to happen every single week. A.J. Brown, got to fire him up. And then Julio Jones, I have him down as a sit here if you play in more shallow leagues. But if you play in a league where maybe you start three wide receivers, maybe start a couple flexes, I think Julio Jones is a viable flex option this week. Saints at the Patriots. This one is going to be ugly. I don't want too many pieces of this game like at all. So I got Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers down there as flex options. Marquez Callaway, I got him down as a sit. I don't even want to play anybody from the Saints. I mean, in their first game, Winston had like 160 yards passing. If that, he did have those five TDs, but I mean, almost half of them were two irrelevant guys. And then this past week, they just got completely shut down by the Panthers and James Winston barely had, what do you have, 111 yards? Ridiculous. So I'm just pumping the brakes on the Saints as of right now, especially with the Patriots and how good they are on defense. I just don't really want to chance it. If they end up balling and it ends up being a couple like random guys balling, we'll just live with that, okay? We're not going to take the chance. Falcons at the Giants next game on the slate here. So Calvin Ridley, I'm throwing him out there. He's probably going to be covered by Logan Ryan, so a little bit nervous about that. we got to lower the expectations a little bit on Calvin Ridley. And the Atlanta Falcons, it was kind of been really suspect so far. So their offense around all around, I would just be a little nervous. I got Cordero Patterson on here as a start. He's probably a little bit more viable thrown in the running back spot. He's got that wide receiver running back dual eligibility. But I feel like because the Giants have a pretty solid defense, I just feel like he's going to get used in a lot of random ways, kind of like he did last week. Because Giants, I mean, they are really good against the run. And he got a little bit more work in the short passing game than Mike Davis did. And then Russell Gage, I got him down as a sit here. I mean, he did okay this past week compared to week one where he goose egg. But yeah, I'm, I'm just not too high on a lot of the on a lot of Falcons offensive players either way. Now for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, fire him up. I mean, I put him down as a flex, but I think he's going to finish inside the top inside the top 24 wide receivers. I'm not playing anybody else though. I mean, Galladay, Slayton, Tony, I'm just not messing with it. I mean, it seems like it is pretty much all Shepard. Danny Pesos, he probably wants to go to Galladay, but he always has defenders lurking all over him. And I don't think that Danny Pesos is in the business of throwing too many contested catches. So yeah, Sterling Shepard's the only one that I'm firing up from the Giants. All right, we got the Bungles at the Steelers. Now this one's going to be a little crazy because I think you can start everybody in this game. But I think that everybody is like kind of like fringe flex guys. Now the Steelers, they've been really tough against the run. So I don't know if this is gonna really going to be a Joe Mixon game. I think this is more going to be like spread it around to your wide receiver game. And last week, I mean, Tyler Boyd, he was the number one wide receiver, you know, in the squad. And then we go back to week one. It was Jamar Chase. And Higgins been kind of in the middle. You know, he he's just been really solid either way. The way that I'm going to rank these guys for this Sunday is going to be Tyler Boyd, number one, Jamar Chase, number two, and T. Higgins, number three. I like all of them, but I'm not super sold on the amount of offense that the Bengals are going to be thrown out there versus the Steelers. Steelers have been really, really solid, but especially if TJ Watt misses for whatever reason, I mean, that just makes guys like this like way more valuable. Now for the Steelers side of things, Deontay Johnson, you got to start him if he plays. Now, the thing is, he is a little bit banged up after getting his knee hurt on the very last play of the game this past week, and he is questionable for this week. 
Tomlin says he's doing better, but not not great. So that's something we're going to have to reevaluate. So make sure you're watching the fantasy news today every single day because we're going to be talking about news like that as it comes up. If Deontay doesn't play, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool, I mean, they're full-blown starts. They're not even flexes. So if Deontay Johnson does play, I feel like both guys are flexes. I feel like Juju gets a little bit more volume than Claypool does, but I feel like Claypool has the way higher upside because a lot of Juju stuff has been like dink and dunk. And we know Big Ben, he's a little bit hurt, left pec muscle. Is, uh, is a little bit sore, and they said he's not going to be able to prep like he normally does for the week. So I think he's just going to go a lot with what he's used to, not necessarily changing up game plans. Ravens at the Lions. So a couple weeks ago, I would have said, like, this is probably going to be a bloodbath, but who knows? I mean, the way the Ravens have been playing, they've been close in uh, in both games that they played. Lions, they put up some offense in both games they played. We shall see. I think I'm going to like this game. Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown. We're going to have them as uh, starts, but more in a flex capacity. You already know Ravens are going to run the ball a lot. But if each of those guys gets five-plus targets, which they have been, they should be all right. Marquise Brown, he's looked a lot better than advertised to start the season. But that's usually how he starts. Then he kind of slows down, so we shall see. Not playing anyone else from Baltimore here. And then for Detroit, Tyrell Williams, he's still in concussion protocol, so who knows if he's going to play. Quintez Cephas he is the guy who I think is to is to roster and play for Detroit this week, especially if Tyrell Williams doesn't play. I mean, TJ Hawkinson is the man there. I think Cephas is like the number two in command. He's been making some good catches, and Jared Goff's been looking for him. So if you need a flex play, you play in a deeper league, I mean, Cephas, he might be the guy to go with this week. We know that the Lions are going to have to throw it a lot to keep pace with the Ravens, and I think he's going to be that dude. Not starting anyone else, though. Khalif Raymond, Amon Ross St. Brown, like, nah. Now, Jets and the Broncos, only one that I'm starting here with confidence is going to be Cortland Sutton. Week one, he didn't look that good because he went up against Logan Ryan, but then last week just completely balled out of control. He's not going up against any tough cornerbacks this week, so yeah, Cortland Sutton, full-blown start. Tim Patrick, he's a guy that I would flex if you're in a little bit of a deeper league. Jerry Judy's out. KJ Hamler, I'm just not liking KJ Hamler right now. He doesn't get enough work for my liking. And as soon as Jerry Judy went out, I mean, I called Tim Patrick coming in kind of just like he did last year when Court and Sutton went out. He came in and was kind of just like that, that safety net. Now for the Jets, I'm not messing with anybody here. Corey Davis, nope. I mean, the Broncos, they have stout cornerbacks, not messing with Elijah Moore. If you want to take a deep dive on someone, maybe do Braxton Berrios because I think nobody just gives him respect. And then when it comes to like the third or fourth quarter, he's just like wide open. He gets a bunch of garbage time points. Dolphins at the Raiders. So the Raiders, they've been kind of surprising people over the last couple weeks. Jalen Waddle for me, he's going to be a flex. I feel like his workload is going to be like safe enough either way. It's going to be a lot in dink and dunk though. So he's going to have to break one off to make it worth it. If Tua does not play, which as of right now, it's kind of up in the air with all of his, uh, I believe it's cracked ribs or bruised ribs, but either way, his ribs are messed up right now. They're just not broken, so there's no way to heal him. Uh, you know, they get the flak jacket on him, but it's all about pain tolerance, so who knows if he plays. If Tua doesn't play, I'm firing up Devontae Parker. If Tua does play, I'm sitting Parker down. And then Wolf Fuller, I'm just going to sit him down either way. I want to see how they use him, especially after not playing last week. We, we got to see what's up with Will. And then for the Raiders, everybody's a bench for me here. I mean, Henry Ruggs and Hunter Renfro, I mean, if you play in deeper leagues, like maybe you want to flex them, go for it. Brian Edwards sitting down, Zay Jones sitting down. They just don't get enough work for me. I, I need to see it a little bit more before I put my chips down on any of these Raiders wide receivers. 
Bucks at the Rams. This one is going to be a tough, tough game. Chris Godwin, think you can start him. I don't think Jalen Ramsey is going to be covering him for a big portion of the game. I think that's going to be Mike Williams, who he's going to be covering a big portion of the game. So that's why I have Mike Williams down here as a sit if you're in a shallow league. If you're in a little bit of a deeper league, I mean, he's more of a flex guy. We just got to lower the expectations a little bit. And then Antonio Brown, I got him down as a start, as a flex. I think he bounces back. I think it's a little bit closer to the week one performance than to the week two performance. It was fluky in week two. I mean, he was open on a couple of those plays, but they were scouted like really, really well. So he was like wide open, like going down the sidelines. And then you could just tell, you could just tell that that play was scouted because there was one play where he was like wide open down the end, down the side of the field. And AJ Terrell just completely turned around, dove out, you know, just to like swat it right out of the way at the last second. I think Antonio Brown gets back cooking this week. And then Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. So Robert Woods, I'm going to downgrade him. I mean, he's more of a flex. I'm still willing to start him depending on the options. More of a flex though. Cooper Cup, full-blown start. I mean, he is Matt Stafford's favorite target, and I don't think that's ever going to stop. And then Van Jefferson, flex worthy this week. I mean, the Bucks. we know how hard they go to shut down the run. And then we got Daryl Henderson, who may or may not play this week. So yeah, a guy like Van Jefferson, I think is just a little bit more valuable, especially if Daryl Henderson doesn't play. Seahawks at the Vikings. So DK Metcalf, he's been getting blanketed recently. I'm not going to stop playing him though, because this would be like the game where he really, really blows up. So if I got DK Metcalf, I'm just throwing him in there and I'm going for some higher upside guys around him just to compensate just in case. Maybe a higher upside guy like Tyler Lockett, who has just been completely balling out of control. And it's because of all the teams putting all the pressure on DK Metcalf. So Tyler Lockett is getting this one-on-one coverage and he is just roasting. I mean, he's the veteran of the two. He would know how to handle these double teams better than DK anyways. So DK is going to figure it out. But as of right now, Lockett is eating. And the last Seahawks wide receiver to talk about, Freddie Swain. So because DK Metcalf has been getting shut down so much, that's opened the door for a guy like Freddie Swain. So if you're in a super, super deep league, he's someone that I would flex this week because I feel like either way, DK Metcalf is going to be dealing with a lot of double teams, just like the first two weeks this season. For the Vikings side of things, this is real easy. You're starting Adam Thielen. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Seahawks have an okay defense, but they're not stout by any means, and you can throw on them. So I think there's going to be a lot of throwing going on in this game. So much throwing that KJ Osborne, who I had, I had him as a sit unless you played in a deeper league, and then I say he was more flex worthy last week. He balled out. <laughs> he balled out. So I feel like he's going to be someone who, if you play in a deeper league, I wouldn't really hesitate on throwing him in there because teams, I mean, they're obviously loading up against the run against Dalvin Cook. That leaves our third wide receiver open, KJ Osborne. It's been nice. First two weeks, he's been balling. Sunday night football, Packers at the 49ers. I'm not even sure how this one is going to play out. But I think 49ers, last week was more of like an ugly, slow-paced game. And I think that's the game that they're going to try to do with all the injuries they got and the way their offense has kind of been like a little bit so-so to start. I mean, week one, they they like killed it. I mean, last week, go up against the Eagles. They got slowed down tremendously. This week, going up against the Packers, I think the Eagles' defense is a lot better than the Packers. So maybe the 49ers do uncork it. I'm starting Devontae Adams. I mean, you're never sitting him. And then for the 49ers, Debo, you got to start him. I'm sitting down Brandon Ayuk. I'm just nervous about Brandon Ayuk. But Debo Samuel, full-blown start. He has looked great so far. And before we get into the Monday night game, I got to remind everybody about another sponsor of the show, Monkey Knife Fight. Get your daily fantasy fix. It is awesome because it's so much different than some of the competitors that they got. I mean, you're really 
you got multiple guys that are going up against each other. So like for Monday night, I haven't went and looked at the specifics, but they'll have monkey knife fights that are between like Dak and Jalen Hurts. And you're going to have to pick like who's going to have more passing yards in each one. Or you're going to have to do like over under in the passing yards for Dak and then over under in the passing yards for Hurts. And then if you hit on both, then you like three times your money. I mean, there's ways that you can 20 times your money with some of the games that they got going on there. So go check it out. The link is in the description. If you're on YouTube, download the app monkey knife fight and then use the promo promo code hustler they're giving all my peeps a free hundred dollars you go throw down a hundred they're going to give you a free hundred you throw down 50 they're going to give you a free 50 what you should do this is the way you really get money you throw down a hundred you get their free hundred and then you do one of the games where you could 20 times your money and then you throw down the free hundred that they gave you and you turn that 100 into 2000 and that is straight balling baby let's get it so monkey knife fight Go download the app and then use the promo code HUSTLER. Then you're going to get that free hundred bucks. Let's do it. And now we return you to the show. Monday Night Football, Eagles at the Cowboys. There's going to be a lot of offense in this game, but the Eagles do have a pretty good defense. We shall see if they can slow the Cowboys down at all. Especially because the Cowboys run game just completely killed it in week two. Not so much in week one. For the Eagles, Devonta Smith... Let's fire him up there. More of like a flex. I do think he gets good volume, but fire him up there. And then Quez Watkins. Oh, yeah, I think he has a big game here. He's been getting loose for some deep passes, and he's a yak monster. And I feel like this is going to be one of those games where he gets off versus the Cowboys. Jalen Rager, sitting him down, though, not messing with him. And for the Cowboys side of things, C.D. Lamb, full-blown start for sure. Amari Cooper, he's dealing with some bruised ribs right now, so that is something that we need to monitor. He's got the questionable tag. Not playing anybody else for Dallas. Michael Gallup is out, and Cedric, hey, Mr. Wilson, I'm not messing with him at all. Oh, yeah, we made it to the end. Thanks for watching the wide receiver starts and sits. Don't forget, I got the running back starts and sits, QB and tight end starts and sits coming. Running backs will be today. Tight ends and QBs maybe tomorrow. Don't forget to be on the lookout for fantasy news today, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. And if you listen to podcasts still, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com and go subscribe to my to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts going, bringing you guys all the heat to make sure you dominate. And then don't forget, you want more of a one-on-one experience, you want me to help you dominate your leagues, waivers, trades, starts and sits, literally every aspect of it, go to patreon.com slash ffhustler420. There's a whole bunch of tiers on there. Get on at least the $5 tier or higher to get into Discord. If you want the DM access, jump on that superstar or elite tier. I'm going to take good care of you guys. I'm full-time fantasy. I treat my teams, I treat your teams as if they are mine. That's how hard we go. So yeah, go show some support, guys. I appreciate you. Peace out. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, money grind. I got the green, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So the hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I 
Okay, let's go smoke that joint.